Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. We, we already missed the laugh. You got the one laugh of the day, and that was it. So it's no, all no. Well, yeah. no, I, really, I really just wanted like an intro of Zlat saying, yeah, she's like 20 years old. It would have been very offensive if you said anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's underage. I'm just kidding. Well, I had to set the scene, and I, I'm really bad at judging ages. She could have been 17, 30. I mean, somewhere between there, but just a younger Mississippi girl who Tofree was trying to curse at and offend. So uh, yeah, what uh, what are what's on the docket? What are we are we just going to talk about the Lingard thing? I mean, it's really the biggest news right now. Probably is is Lorenzo Lingard getting his um, waiver yeah. and uh, being able to play this year, which is pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's he was like I was I was talking to his lab team before we started recording that um, in terms of the two big guys I wanted to get approved this year, him and Shorter, he was the I, he was the one I was least concerned about getting approved um only yeah. because only because he barely played last year but also because i feel like our depth and experience at running back might be a little bit better this year than it would be next year versus wide receiver where we really only have grimes coming back um and and copeland you know so i think shorter would be like a, a bigger deal but i'm definitely very excited that lingard is getting approved i think it's gonna make a, a big boost in terms of um talent offensively that they'll be able to work with first of all how dare you how dare you disparage trent whittemore like that by not including him <laughs> among the returning impact players at receiver um but no yeah you're i, I think you're you're completely right um i mean it's i wonder if this causes iverson clement or Malik Davis to transfer out before the season starts. I don't I think, think there's there's got to be a, a high likelihood that one of them transfers at some point. Like whoever just whoever isn't getting carries, they should transfer so they can go be featured somewhere. Before the season's right. kind of tough, just because I mean we missed out on the chance for people to win fall practice or win spots in or sorry win right. spots in spring practices and summer and all that. So it's going to be this you know the six week bad dash of training camp getting guys on the same page and trying to figure out okay how is my boss which i think the staff probably already knows he's all starting everywhere but also this would be like the worst season to transfer before the season starts because like i was remember you posted something the other day Zlat, about how there's gonna be a lot of disappointing stories coming after this quarantine how some people were in shape or you know might not get as much playing time like like if you like if Iverson Clement or Malik Davis were serious about their roles on this team, you know, like I'm not saying that, you know, Damian Pierce wasn't committed at all. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like what if he wasn't, now is your opportunity to get playing time versus saying, Oh shit, I, I'm not gonna get anything now. Um Yeah, it's it's time for everybody to mentally prepare yourselves for a very large chunk of every single team to show up completely out of shape and just not not ready. Like I'm not talking half the team or anything, but there there are going to be players. You know, like you read these stories every offseason, you're like, oh, it's always just pumping guys up. Oh, he's in the best shape of his life. It's going to be the opposite this year. We start hearing about, yeah. oh man, this guy really he ballooned up, or oh man, have they even been lifting weights? So it's pretty much the a normal season for Slayton then. 
there there will be player, <laughs> players that are very predictable, <laughs> right? Who, who yeah. have just been hanging around town. Let's just, for instance, maybe hanging around in Miami, and who knows what they're doing. But yeah, that that that, that was so mean of me. <sighs> yeah, oh, it wasn't. Uh, that was that accurate of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. There are probably a couple other guys that we could figure. Out. I would say uh, John Delance would be one who I'm not expecting. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to come back and start anyways, but I could see him just showing up and not having done it. Like maybe looking like Isaiah Walker did uh, for his little Miami preview video. Yeah. His aerobics. I think Kyle Kyle Pitts is bigger than Isaiah Walker. Man. Well, yeah, maybe not, but it's, uh, we're talking dude looked like he just did lift anything and i mean i feel bad for him on one hand just because the equipment he's working with i mean you can't fault them these these kids not all of them have very money and it's not like the school can just automatically provide you know there's weird limitations like that. but man it really looked like he hadn't been doing shit for the past so you know um maybe maybe best for all parties go go back to miami and he can go hang out with uh, other kids out there like to not lift weights, whatever they do out there. Let's let's maybe make some predictions as to what, like, how involved Lingard will be uh, in the team this year. Like, what what kind of production do you think we can expect from him this season? I I would expect maybe in the range of thirty percent of the carries give or take. I think Pierce is probably going to take the bulk with about half of them and Lingard would be pretty close to next in line and then just a various variety of other guys splitting the rest but I think he gets a good chunk. I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. I I agree with that to an extent but I do wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a slow playing of getting him involved because it's like you know, like this is this is a, a Greg Knox situation where it's like, yeah, he can run for seven yards per carry or whatever, but like, how is his downfield blocking? <laughs> well, with how with how easy our schedule is at the beginning, too, there's no reason to really rush things. We can kind of take our time trying to make sure we get the run game going before what was the first real games week four, uh, Tennessee. I guess Kentucky is earlier, but yeah. I mean. I don't know. Depends if if you treat Kentucky as a real team or not. But we're fucking better. We're fucking better. Well, here's the thing. I want I want the fans to be able to not treat it like a real team, but the but our right. team to actually treat it that way. You know, like yeah, we should be writing them off mentally as fans, but our team should be obviously showing an actual game. So we'll go with that. But yeah, I can yeah. see Knox uh, slow playing it. Maybe uh, even doing the Ron English thing. We alternate two and two and just kind of swap them out. So. You know, give Damian Pierce and, and uh, Clement a chance, and then swap out with Malik Davis and Lingard, and just uh, switch it up and not anybody. Yeah, you know, I hate how accurate that feels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I agree with both of you guys. I think uh, in terms of if you're looking at just the roster of of our running backs, I think that if if Lingard wasn't coming, if he wasn't approved this year, Pierce would be the bell cow. Malik Davis would be in there. And apparently the staff is extremely high on uh, Naquan Wright. Like, they think he could be elite. Um, which obviously would make Iverson Clement the odd man out. He's in the odd man out in both situations. I think Lingard, like you were saying, I think he'll be in the mix. I think they'll probably use him a lot 
in terms of just like like a pure running back. But apparently he's pretty good at catching the ball too. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they if they put him like in the slot sometimes to see what he can do because he's also a very big guy. Um, I think he's what like six foot six foot six foot one. Yeah, he's he's six foot and um, two hundred, probably a little over two hundred now. I mean, he's a he's got a good size. But yeah, he he was five star for a reason. He did everything well, everything. Yeah. He's fast, he's strong, and yeah, he can catch. So it's uh, it's interesting just because. Uh, if I had to, uh, honestly, I wonder if Iverson Clement is the second most talented running back on the team. Uh, he's right there with Pierce. I mean, Pierce is just this insane bulldozer, so he's got his own unique thing. But Clement's fast. He can make people miss, and he can make these really flashy plays. Apparently, he's shown in practice like one of the most dangerous guys on the team to take it to yeah. the house. But supposedly, he has some other issues. Just and I, I don't know exactly what they are. If it's just getting it done in the classroom or staying in coach's good graces or just learning the playbook but i've heard it's more playbook based yeah. like he he's not understanding plays um if he, can, if he can just hunker down then he can do well but if he can't then yeah he's he's gone i mean there's no reason to stick around well and i've, and I've heard that he's probably in terms of the running backs the best pure catcher of the football out of all the running backs clement was so i mean i i yeah wouldn't surprise me if they try to transition him to wide receiver i mean we have the the playing time available it's not like he's undersized. He's 5'11", 200 pounds. You know, he can, and he can run pretty fast. Like, why not try it out? And if it doesn't work out, then transfer, you know? I've been beating that drum for like two years now. Um, I would really like to see that come to fruition. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's, maybe that's part of the plan. You know, maybe that's why they have slow-played receivers all along is they feel like they've got enough guys that they can draw from to, to make it happen there, and he's part of that. Yeah, combined with uh, with the options we have at tight end too, we probably this got to be the most stacked our tight end room been in years. Obviously, oh, yeah. Kyle Pitts is worth three people, but yeah. then you have um, just an uber talented Keon Zipperer, and he's actually similar to Pitts in that he's sort of a hybrid wide receiver tight end. He can he, he goes out and catches it, and um, the other guys, uh, Gamble and Lang, are both just really experienced, although. Man, Lane dropping that one. Was it against FSU where we had this play drawn up? Perfect, perfect yes. play, touchdown, and it's kind of fumbled the ball. That was a little disappointing. Yeah, well, Lang, Lang strikes me more of as of a of a, of a t- uh, traditional blocking first tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, Gambles, Gamble, Pitts, and Zipper are kind of hybrids, but Zipper is more of a receiving, um, like like an H back more so than a tight end. Um, I'm going to have to hop off here in a minute, but I just wanted to say one more thing just kind of while we're on this topic is yeah. um, I, I've seen in a few spots and I've been expecting this to happen. I, we're going to have a few more transfers out. Um, not just one. I don't even think just two. We're probably going to have a few guys who announced they're either leaving or retiring. Uh, maybe some guys who've had some injury issues in the past. Uh, maybe uh, Con Liff or um, McWilliams. I'm not sure how they're coming back from their injuries they were pretty nasty but um a couple other guys who just failed i i could see thing yeah for sure uh with conliff i i follow him on social media and i don't think he's like even pretending to be engaged in football anymore i think he's just completely focused on school at this point um yeah which is super sad because i really liked him yeah yeah i agree seemed like a great kid but i mean it's understandable with the you know just in, inability to stay healthy yeah, a lot of talent, but I mean, it's uh, it's unfortunate, and it's so weird too that there's sometimes just certain guys that just can't stay healthy. I, think, I remember Anzalone, or and well, I don't know, is Anzalone right? Alex Anzalone or whatever. 
who was I believe injured. it was anal zone. I believe anal zone is the <laughs> anal zone. Okay. That's what he goes by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, his, that's his nickname. Um, <laughs> but I, but I remember, I remember he was just insanely talented and just in terms of just pure talent, yeah. probably the one of the most talented linebackers we've had, you know, quite some time, but he just could not stay healthy. But, but now he's doing fine in, you know, in new Orleans, like he's, he's like considered one of the top linebackers on their team. And so it's just like, it's so weird to me that there's certain guys that just cannot stay healthy. And there's other guys who you see them like land wrong or get tackled incorrectly. You're like, wow, he's going to be hurt. And he's just fine. And it's just so weird to me that yeah. that's the case. Yeah. So. Um, boy, this is great. Without Zlat here, I feel like I'm not in a wind tunnel anymore. Yeah. I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> that was rough. I, I'm going to clean that up as much as I can in post-production, but good Lord, y'all. If you, It's, it's going to sound a little bit better for everybody listening, but you should know it was difficult. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. For a minute there, I thought he was in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, um, yeah, so... Uh, Sorry. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, what's been going on with you? What's your what's what's new in your world? Um, I've been cooking a lot. You have uh, been cooking, man. It's we we should have you been sharing that on the subreddit or has that just been in Discord? I did it to I did it today on Free Talk Friday. I posted a, an album of all the stuff I made. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. was uh, you've got a you got a, a real a real talent for that. I, I just I didn't even know like I was just um I was just like, kind of fucking around like like, like I want to make this look nice and then I really didn't know how to do it properly so I watched a couple YouTube videos and I got some ideas for it but like nothing that I made was based off like I didn't like find a picture and then replicate it you know what I mean I just kind of was yeah. like oh okay that makes sense you need to do it this way and but then I've been making but things like like you know it might if it looks good it still has to taste good and that's the thing is like I I like I've always been a good cook. My mom was like awesome when she, you know, when she raised me, like a single mom that raised me and my siblings. And she was like, you know, like my dad was in the picture a lot. So, you know, it's not like I didn't see him, but my mom was like, you're never going to rely on a woman to cook for you. Like, I'm going to teach you how to cook. And my mom's an amazing cook. Like, she's amazing. And I'm sure everyone says that about their, about their moms, but, but she taught me how to cook. And so I've always been able to cook well, but I never, never like was able to present it properly. And that's what I've been working on for the last couple of weeks. And if you if you guys haven't seen it, it's um I posted on uh, Free Talk Friday an album. I made a couple drinks and some food, and um and they look amazing. Yeah, I've just been taking photos with my, with my iPhone too. Like it's not like just an iPhone. I've been taking photos with them and and messing around with some of the settings. I just found out today apparently my iPhone can shoot in 4K, which blew my mind. I did not know that. Um, yeah. So so I'll, I'll be doing some videos too. I think uh, in the future. So I think it'll be pretty cool. Nice. That's cool. What about um, you, man? I uh, just, you know, I spent the night in a parking lot of an O'Reilly Auto Parts last night, so that was cool. Um, I was uh, out working in the middle of the night, and uh, all of a sudden I hear this pop and see a bunch of steam come up from the front of the vehicle and had a radiator oh, hose blow out. So, yeah, that was, I mean, it was like an easy fix, but it was just the middle of the night, and I had to wait for the place to open, so... Yeah. Um, you know, so that was great. Uh, but other than that, um, I have had like at this same time every year, 
I hit like a hot streak of um, selecting like good books where I'll, I'll hit like two or three in a row. Um, and so I've been, um, I listened to the audio book of Educated by Tara Westover okay. uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, it's like a, a really well-known bestseller from like a couple years ago. And I hadn't gotten around to it, but man, it's so good. Um, and like not entirely unrelatable for me and, and my background. Right now I'm listening to an audiobook about Columbine. I think it's actually called Columbine. Okay. Um, and like just really interesting, but also horrifying, um, right. you know, just breaking down that tragedy. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've just hit several in a row. Um, and I don't know why it's like that every spring, but, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, I've just been like working all the time. So hopefully it's going to be slowing down here in the next couple of weeks and we can maybe record yeah. on a more regular basis. Like a, like a longer episode too. Um, I actually, uh, actually yeah. have uh, been, been reading as well because I've just, I'm, I mean, I've been reading, watching things and, um, when you're quarantined like me and, and you have health concerns like me, you don't go out often. So it's, uh, sure. um, I, uh, I'm actually reading for the first time. I don't know why, um, I never got around to it because I've always wanted to read it, but I'm reading Don Quixote for the first time. Um, oh, okay. That's a very interesting book, but, um, yeah, I've never, I've never read it. <laughs> it's definitely very interesting. Um, so I'm going to finish that. And then unfortunately, I'm. I mean, fortunately and also unfortunately, I'm probably going to uh, go through all the Game of Thrones books again because I don't know why, but I want to. Um, yeah. Even though the next book's never coming out. Right. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I started reading them in like 2013 or 14, yeah. I rushed through them in like a year thinking, oh man, the next one's going to be coming out soon. I don't want to like read spoilers online or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, here we are, like six years later. Still oh waiting. It came out in 2011, I think. The last one did. Yeah, yeah, I so think so. It's almost been a decade, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. He's, I mean, it's he. He is 100 percent going to die before these books are done. Yeah, like, so I'm. I'm gonna go back into those, like, cause I don't. I don't know why I'm doing that to myself, but I'm gonna do it again. Um, just because I want to. They're read so them. good. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're such I mean, good they're books. So good. Like, like, like it'd be yeah. different. If it's like if they were just okay, like like here's the thing. I think the girl with the dragon tattoo series is just okay. The books didn't wow oh, yeah. me. I thought the movie, right. the David Fincher movie, was better than the book actually. Um, yeah, I thought I, I thought agree. that was incredible, and I thought they were just okay. And when I heard he passed away, I was really sad because I'm like, wow, it really sucks. Like like this guy passed away. Like like anyone dying is sad. Doesn't matter who it is, but it's like he passed away. But like and he didn't get to finish his series like he wanted to do. But like I don't feel like. I don't have the same urge to go back and read those. Like I do game of Thrones, you know, sure. like, 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 like there's yeah. such well-written fantasy books that if he was able to finish them and finish them well, like he doesn't have, doesn't do the same bullshit ending that the, the creators of the show did. Um, then it might rival Lord of the rings in terms of quality. If he's able to finish it, you know? Um, yeah, I just don't think he can. And so that's why it's going to be always like a, you know, a step below that, but it's not like it's an, an, a bad step. But uh, also, no, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm also replaying Skyrim because I have nothing else better to do. Oh um, my god, <laughs> I forgot. I didn't know that game came out ten years ago. Yeah, it came out came out November of 2011. Yeah, 
Like, like, holy shit, I didn't realize it's that long. And, like, we're still probably yeah. another, like, six years away from Elder Scrolls Six, so that's going to be a long time between, like, like, I don't know how you can justify going two decades between titles, but, you know, you do you. So, I mean, that's what, that's right. what they're going to do yeah. there. But, uh, that is weird. Like, I just don't know how you could justify that. But um, I guess, I mean, it works. I mean, I thought Blade Runner 2049 was an amazing sequel to Blade Runner, and they're, like, 30 years apart, so. Um, Full disclosure, I still haven't actually seen that. Good movie. I definitely like it. It, it. It's actually, it's might sound sacrilegious, but I actually prefer it over the original. Um, I think this, I think the sequel is incredible, and that's why I'm super excited for Dune because it's the same guy that uh, wrote and directed 2049 is doing Dune. Right. So, um, but uh, I'm still I'm still still working my way through Ozark season three. Yeah, um, I, I have to watch. Ozark I'm like halfway three. through. I've seen the first two seasons. I finally watched them. I really did not expect the first. If you, if you guys haven't watched Ozark, a I really don't care because it's been out for a long time, so it's not really spoilers for season one. Um, but damn, that first like fifteen minutes, I did not expect like everyone yeah. to get killed, and I did not. Ex- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that I wasn't expecting that kind of show. I don't know why. Everyone's like it's like Breaking Bad, but but not. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll check it out. I like Breaking Bad, but then like these motherfuckers all get killed in the first ten minutes. I'm like, holy shit, what am I watching right now? I was like, like, like yeah. that, ho- that hooked me into the show. I haven't watched season three yet, um, just because I want to like. It's sit really down. good so far. Yeah, I want to sit down and enjoy it. Um, like I, I haven't really watched it's a whole a lot of TV bit, shows. It's a little bit of a slower burn than the yeah. first couple seasons. Like it's not. It doesn't feel like stuff is just like happening constantly. Like season two was not that great because like I just felt like they were trying to overdo everything. It's like every five minutes, like somebody is getting kidnapped by the cartel or like, you know, being killed or whatever. And it's like, it's not like that in season three. Um, There's a lot of like character development type of stuff. And, uh, and, but it's really good. Um, And I I think it's the best season so far. Like to this point, I'm five episodes in. Yeah. Um, Season one was great. Definitely. Season two was okay. Um, I would definitely agree with you there. So I'm excited to do season three and uh, I don't know. I just need to, I just need to go ahead and watch it. I just, uh, I just haven't, I don't know why yet, but, um, um, but I'm, I'm definitely planning on doing that very soon. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to have to go here in like two or three minutes. Okay. No um, problem. So let's wrap, wrap this up. Um, I mean, we've got, I think we're finally going to be getting some football adjacent content in the next, like, few weeks i feel like we're ramping back up to actually having stuff going on in that regard which, which um, i'm excited about um yeah and uh i'm also excited for uh for us to finally unveil project gator to everyone um in the next oh, yeah. month or so um been working on that actually that's something i have been doing i've been working on that for a long time working on a lot of content for that so hopefully that'll yeah, go pretty yeah. well and um, i've been privy to to some of type of that thing boy i i can't really say say what it is without giving up um but yeah it's it's cool it's good stuff yeah so i'm excited i've just been kind of waiting to see what's really happening this season before finalizing everything there because i was like if like if knock on wood there wasn't a season i'm like well shit i don't want to do this you know but no i'm uh, i'm excited um to do that i'm excited for football to come back sports in general you know i think just for sure that 
a lot of people are like, well, sports aren't important. Sports aren't important, like in terms of like overall health and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not. But sports are important in keeping the people who are fans of sports engaged in the normalcy of their lives. Like that's something that's like, yeah. like it just keeps the wheel turning in the positive direction. Like, like if people didn't have sports to look forward to this year, like at all, like what the fuck, like, like people would lose their minds. Like they're already losing their minds. Yeah. Like, like, but like they yeah. would lose it even more. And like, and I know a lot of people don't like sports and I'm sure no one who's listening to this podcast is any of those people, but there's a lot of people who don't. And like, like, like for example, my sister is one of those people. She thinks sports are stupid, but she even was like, I told her that there might be a chance that college football would be canceled. She goes, Oh wow. Like that's, that's not good. You know? What's so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, great, great reference to 1998. I feel like I'm in elementary school again. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Um, I don't even remember what I, remember what I was talking about. Fuck. But, um, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, but like, like sports are important. I think it's going to be helpful to get people, like coronavirus is going to be a thing. It's still going to exist. It's still going to be impactful for the foreseeable future until you know there's herd immunity and all that stuff but um but i think having sports back is going to be good for the majority of people who do have that as a big part of their lives shout out to jason kirk and spencer hall um of edsbs sb nation uh whatever banner society i think it was called and they're now not really well they're furloughed but they're probably not going to be a part of that anymore but um they wrote a, an amazing article uh, about that i'm going to try to link it and it was like i had the biggest worlds colliding moment this past week because they were interviewed by ira glass for the intro of this american life this past week and it was like it was so weird hearing them on that podcast like just out of nowhere but they they were talking about like you know sports it's something that shouldn't be important but like is important and yeah we're i think we're almost back i think we're almost back yeah. there thank god i need that distraction in my life i guess we're going to wrap this up and uh we're going to try to do this again soon sooner rather than later and Definitely. um yeah all right thank you guys for listening go gators Go Gators. Our conflicts in the great day may shall not prevent our victory if we but strive and watch and pray like soldiers in the good old way. But I have a sweet hope and glory in this night. I have a sweet hope and glory in this Yet never fear we'll gain the day by marching in the good old way. 
For I have a sweet hope and glory in this life. I have a sweet hope and glory in this life. For I know I have, and I feel I have a sweet hope.